Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Let's Be Real. Today is the last episode of February of 2021. It's going to be March next week. It is really hard for me to fathom that already. It's like, hey, we are moving right along. February, for me, for my family, has been quite the month. It has been long. (laughs) It's the shortest month. And I can say in Wisconsin, February is the longest, shortest month anyway. And now we just kind of like made it even longer. And it was rather challenging for our family. I missed being with you guys last week, but it was all part of the chaos. That is quarantine and all the other things. But the month is almost up. I've learned some lessons. (laughs) God has revealed some things and mainly challenged me on things. So I am coming today to you here in podcast world to share a little bit of those challenges. And when I say share, I mean, I'm going to tell you what God challenged me with, and I'm going to challenge you with the exact same thing. Okay, so who is a planner? I used to be way more of like a detailed planner early in life, like high school, college, early 20s. Like I had a plan and I was going to see to it that it got done. Well, I don't know if it just comes with wisdom and maturity or really attempting to plan for many years. God made it obvious that, you know what, you think you're a planner, but a lot of times your plan just doesn't work out over and over and over. And I was like, forget it. Forget it. I am done. I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants. Now, I'm not that person. My mom is. She's like, see, Erica, maybe you just need to plan less. I just, I don't do it well. So put yourself in one of those camps as you're listening. Are you a fly by the seat of your pants or are you a planner? I mean, to some extent, we are all planners, even if you think you're not, at some level. We at least plan our day right? So we have a little hobby farm. I've got kids, got things going on, right? So when I wake up in the morning or even the night before, I'm thinking through all the things that need to happen the next day. I need to pay bills. I need to go get feed for these animals. I have to get the kids these places, right? Like these are the normal everyday plannings that we need to have. It. <laughs> I was going to say that we need to have in our head, but really should just be writing them down because my head is not always very trustworthy anymore to just to make life happen, to keep it going. Now, I put a lot of things into my day list (laughs) to the point where if I get interrupted during the day, there's no way that the list is going to get done. Like I keep it pretty full to keep me going from one to the next to the next to the next. I don't tend to like to sit down during the day. If I sit and I take a break and I rest and stop, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done. Like I just, I get tired, I get unmotivated. And let me just say this whole month of February has been that tired, unmotivated, done spot for me. And it's very uncomfortable. I don't love it. I need to keep moving and doing something. That's been part of the challenge that God has really been opening my eyes to. So I'm going to use a term that I kind of stole. I'm borrowing. We're sharing. It was a title out of a devotion that I read just the other day, and it's competing purposes. I was like, go figure. This is the daily devotion. At the end of February, as I'm asking God, God, with all of this difficulty, with all this frustration, with all of these upset plans 
that are no longer or are changing or I'm trying to figure out how to salvage all of these plans, I kept asking and probably too much out of anger and frustration, but like, what am I supposed to be learning from this? I can't figure out what good is going to come from all of this. Anybody ever been there? (laughs) Okay, so I may have had a few pity parties over the course of the last 25 days. I had a, I have an episode called Pity Party in Psalm 73. You should go back and check it out. It's a good one. But yeah, I definitely had some pity parties. Like, really? What is this all about? What am I supposed to learn from this? And oh, the gentle reminders that come once you ask. So first challenge to you, when things are difficult, when they are challenging, when they are not going the way that you want or that you planned or that you think they should be going, what is your first response? What's your default reaction? Irritation? Pity party? Yeah. (laughs) That was mine for a little bit. But can you add to it? Can you try to make it asking God the question, what am I supposed to be learning from this, God? Because unfortunately, that is when we learn the lessons, right? When life is hard, not when it's just going easy and your plans are perfect, right? It's when we get bumped and when we get interrupted, So we have to remember to take a step back and ask, all right, God, what am I supposed to be learning from this? And then keep our eyes, our ears, and our hearts open for that answer. Competing purposes. I have a purpose. I have a plan. The picture, even if it's of my day, God also has a plan. (laughs) And it doesn't always match up with mine. Or one of the verses I remember memorizing early, early on on, as a child is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I've always liked that verse. I always come back to it when I need it, right? But there are some times that I'm like, but I had a path. (laughs) I had a plan. Okay, I don't understand. I'm going to have to not lean on mine anymore because in my mind, there was zero reason for my plan to not work out. Has anyone been there? Like, this is not a difficult plan. This is a simple plan. Why can I not just get done the things I need to get done in the ways that I wanted to get them done? Oh, because God has a plan. And most often, he teaches, reminds you, and shows you things after you've been interrupted. When your eyes come off of your plan for a little bit. It's really hard to learn anything, quite frankly, when we're focused and looking at ourselves, right? So until we get our eyes off of us and off of our plans, even the mundane daily stuff that just gets interrupted, when we get our eyes off of us, God, what are we supposed to learn? Don't put too much into our own understanding and look to God and be like, all right, so, well, then you do it. (laughs) Where am I going? Direct my paths make it happen. It really is a much better place to live and to stay. There's peace there because when my plans get bumped, I get irritated. (laughs) It ruins my day a lot of times. And then I find myself having to dig myself out of a hole and like try to recalibrate and renew my mind and come back to the Lord. And then like all this extra effort where maybe if I would have surrendered my day and my steps ahead of time, maybe it would have gone a little bit more smooth. Proverbs 16, 9 popped up just a couple days ago. Here as I'm looking at the end of my rough month that I've been asking all month, all right, God, what am I supposed to be learning? 
what? Proverbs 16.9, the heart of man plans his ways. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. I have planned my month and it, it did not go at all <laughs> like it was supposed to. But the Lord establishes his steps. We might have plans. We might have to get to things done. We might have five-year goals, 10-year goals. I'm not that person that has like all of those big life goals. I'm like, let's talk about what we need to do uh, this year, maybe. I think my husband and I have sat down and done that once when it comes to like big projects. What are we going to try to get done this year? Let's set ourselves a goals or at least a list. Because if you write things down, you can stop thinking about it, right? That's how my brain works. I don't have to spend all the mental energy trying to remember all the things I need to do. Just write it down, half the battle, and then start checking off the list. We can have our plans. We can have our goals. But it may not look the way we think. And I had to be reminded of this over and over. I'd love to share all of the details because I see God working in this horrible month. But it is a long story. And it's such a broad and yet specific concept that it will work in all of our situations and all of our lives. We will look back, hindsight being 2020, where in the midst of it, things didn't make sense and we didn't understand and we were just irritated and frustrated because we were bumped and we were interrupted. But then we turn around and look back and we see what we were protected from and how God's provision was there and he was faithful. But in the middle of it, you're just pissed. (laughs) If we're going to be real, just angry. And it's upon these continued faithfulnesses in our life that we just have to keep looking back and keep reminding us. I am hopeful and prayerful that next time my plans seem to be ruined or bumped, that I can just look back to this and be like, all right, wait, back up. (laughs) There might be something bigger going on here, bigger than you. Take your eyes off you. Put them on God. Let him lead the steps, the path to get to where you're supposed to get. So I hope I can encourage you today if you're going through something difficult, and even if you're not, even if you're just going to try to get through your day today and you have a long laundry list of things to do, if it gets bumped, if things don't work out, if you go to the bank to withdraw money and the teller tells you, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, you can't because your name isn't on the account. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, Yes, it is. And I've done this before. They're like, no, sorry, this is only your husband. And you have to turn around and go back home when you drove 15 minutes out of the way and you needed that money right then. (laughs) When things like that happen. And you're bumped, and now it's ruined the rest of your scheduled errands. That was totally hypothetical, by the way. (laughs) Know that maybe there is a plan. Be like, okay, fine, God, let that one happen. Moving on to the next, how are we going to fix that? What else do you have for me today? In the midst of the challenging month, on top of being reminded, like, your ways are higher than mine, Your plans are bigger and greater than mine, and yet I cling so tightly to mine. Well, because they're mine, right? And they must be good if they're mine, otherwise I wouldn't have them, right? (laughs) Tell me you all understand where I'm coming from. In the midst of all of this spiritual warfare, quite frankly, over the course of this month, God reminded me of just another thing and another word. Like I like to say, are you interruptible? But also, are you intentional? So when we're interrupted, how do we handle it? Like, how well are we interruptible? But then are we also intentional? I've heard it said to live our life in a posture of worship. It's not just at church when we're singing or when we're at home in prayer, but it is a posture. It's a positioning of our life to be in a state 
of worship at all times. And I'd like to play off of that idea as an add a posture of obedience. And we need to be intentional to do that. So are you interruptible and are you intentional? I want you to walk away with those two questions today as well. And the reason and the way that God pointed that out out to me is was on like week three of just struggle and the day I couldn't get money out of the bank. (laughs) It was a bad day nearing the end, not really getting a lot of answers or comfort or peace through the month of all the struggles. Had a little bit of a meltdown in my car with God as I drove. Anybody else have those? I had it. I've had it before. I'm sure I'll have it again. But it was this time. Every time I asked God a question, (laughs) he answered it right back with my question. And once I finished my meltdown, well, I didn't really feel a whole lot better, more frustrated because I still felt like I didn't really have any clear answers. And then I come home, share my frustration, send my husband to the bank, try to do all the other things. And then I just had to sit and be still. I was spent. I was exhausted. And that night, a friend, a new friend, someone I don't know all that well, drops off a meal. And it wasn't just like, hey, here's a meal. It was like, all the fixings, dessert, cut up fruit, like buffet. And I was so grateful. I was like, oh my gosh, God, you heard me. Like you heard me in the midst of, it had been so hard. I mean, we're redoing our kitchen. So we don't have a kitchen. I've been living on an Instapot and air fryer, which actually works quite well, but it had been so hard. And this person was like, I want to bring you a meal. Can I come tonight? I'm like, sure. I had no idea how badly I was going to need that help, but really just that blessing that night. I was like, God, thank you so much. It was such a huge relief. And quite frankly, my kids saw like, what? Who do, who was that? I was like, well, you guys don't know her. Like she's, she's kind of new to me. Like we've known each other for a couple months and we've seen each other on and off, but God put it on her heart. Cause I replied to her right away. I was like, thank you so much. You have no idea how much of a blessing this is today. It's been a horrible day. She's like, you have been on my heart And God must have known you needed it, so I'm so glad. That night, I also got a voicemail from someone that I don't really talk to, randomly encouraging me, out of the blue. I was like, thank you, God, for such a reminder that you are here, that you are present. But you know what hit me? Is that night when I needed that comfort and that blessing so badly, I looked at my daughters like, you guys, this is because other people obeyed. God put a prompting on their heart, and they're like, okay, We'll do it. Okay, God. And I was just like humbled, beyond humbled. And then had to ask myself, do you do the same thing, Erica? Are you intentional about obeying? And the reason I use intentional, because I felt very challenged in that moment to be like, girl, you like to make freezer meals, to have them ready for the winter, to make life more convenient for you. And this last fall, I had just made an enormous batch of chicken soup and it had like seven bags frozen in the freezer. And during the season of COVID, I found myself able to just be like, oh, I'll drop off a frozen bag of chicken soup. It was made. It was in the freezer, right? It was ready. It was easy. I grabbed it. I dropped it off on the doorstep, and I kept driving. I was like, you know what, Erica? You really probably should do that intentionally. You should probably have a stock in your freezer intentionally. These are reserved for blessing other people. So this is going to be a goal of mine. I invite you along with me. If you would like to, we can plan a freezer making day, freezer meal making day, just with the intention of blessing others. Because it hit me that in the midst of my busy plans and my days of errands of things going on, 
it can be very hard for me to be interrupted, even by God, to say, hey, so-and-so could really use some help today. Because I'm like, oh, I don't have time to make a meal. I don't have time to run to the store and all this stuff. However, with my eyes being opened as to how much of a blessing, and just a reminder, I should say, of how much of a blessing that was, knowing that my life can be chaotic and crazy, I can live in this posture of obedience by being intentional and preparing for those opportunities ahead of time. Now, you may not be feeling this, which is totally fine. This was God's conviction on my heart and a conversation that I was able to have with my daughters. I'm like, how blessed do you feel and how excited are you? Because they were like, ooh, Christmas. What? People brought us food? Like they were so excited to get it. Like you guys, file this away for your adult life. Like I now want to make sure that I have stuff ready to go. Because you may never know when God pokes at you and says, hey, somebody needs your help. And I can't justify saying, oh, but God, I'm too busy. When I acknowledge what a huge humbling blessing it was in my life for two people to pour into me at the exact right time. I don't want to ignore those calls. I don't want to ignore God saying, hey, you need to do this because if I can be that same blessing to other people, then I want to be prepared for that in advance. I want to be interruptible. I want to be intentional. I want to be learning. And I do want to hold my paths and my plans maybe a little bit more loosely so that next time my plans get interrupted and bumped, it's not quite as painful. I invite you along. Be intentional with me. Be interruptible. <laughs> I don't know how long this will last. I will learn this lesson again because I've. this is not the first time I've learned it, right? We, I feel like I have to keep coming back and learning the same thing over and over. But be interruptible and intentional with me. Let's surrender our path and our plans each day so that, you know, we can go through them with a little bit more joy and peace, even if they get bumped. God, I just want to thank you so much for your faithfulness. I want to thank you so much for the Holy Spirit that allows us to look back and to see you, to see your working, to see your provision, and for the reminders that the Holy Spirit you keep giving us, helping us learn and grow and challenging us. And Lord, I just ask for your help on the days that are tough, when our plans are bumped and interrupted. There's a purpose and there is a reason. And you know what that is. And for as much as we would love to know and figure it out, God, help us to trust you with our plans, the big ones, the little ones, each and every day, to trust in your knowledge and goodness and understanding of the situation and not just ours. It is not easy, Lord, and we need your help. And we ask you for the gentle reminders. But we also ask for the help and the strength to be interruptible and to be intentional as we obey and as we walk this path with you. Okay, so if you have been with me since the beginning of the year, you know that we are reading through the Bible in a year without a plan. This week, we will read the book of John. We'll finish up the Gospels. Last week was Luke. If you are behind, get through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you'll be caught up for the month of February. And then I think after that, maybe we'll head into the book of Proverbs, but I don't know. So stay tuned. Come back next week. It'll be March. We can start talking about spring. Have a great week, everybody.